Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. About 3,000 people have joined that band of disciples spoken of in Acts chapter 1. Devout men from all different types of nations, men and families from Jerusalem, perhaps even some Pharisees and other religious leaders. They have become diligent disciples of the Lord, devoted to the teaching of the apostles. And because of this discipleship, a warm biblical community developed. And then they started doing crazy stuff. Listen to this. Acts chapter 2, verses 44 and 45. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. Picture the scene. People from all over the known world were in Jerusalem. They would have normally started their trip back home by now after the day of Pentecost. But instead, they stayed put, knowing that discipleship was that important. And then you had some new believers who lived in Jerusalem who, no doubt, were opening their doors to help accommodate those who were staying in town. I mean, just imagine if 3,000 people were saved and joined your church this Sunday and they didn't want to go home until they had been grounded in their faith. You would have to do something with them. So no doubt, this put a little strain on folks' grocery bill. But they had all things in common. What does that mean? And how could they have all things in common, especially if they were from different cultures, different languages, different customs? Well, now that they had been saved and regenerated by the Holy Spirit, each of them had a new center, a new foundation for life. And because of that, they could have all things in common. Their new foundation was Jesus Christ, and He was the fountain from which everything in their life began to flow. This is why they would sell their boats and their trucks. They would reduce their expendable income in order to care for the other new brothers and sisters. This is the power of the Spirit and the beauty of biblical community. I recently read about a preacher named John Fawcett. And in 1766, at the age of 26, John Fawcett and his new bride Mary began their ministry at this small Baptist church in Waynesgate, England. He labored there diligently for seven years. But his salary was so minimal that he and his wife could scarcely obtain the necessities they needed. Though the people were poor, they compensated for this lack by their faithfulness in warm fellowship. After seven years of devoted service in those meager circumstances, John and Mary received a call to the large and influential Carter's Lane Baptist Church in London. After the wagons were loaded for the move, the Fawcett's met their tearful parishioners for a final farewell. Touched by this great outpouring of love, he and his wife began to weep. And then finally, Mrs. Fawcett exclaimed, Oh, John, I just can't bear this. And John replied, God has spoken to my heart too. Tell them to unload the wagon. We cannot break these wonderful ties of fellowship. The following Sunday, John Fawcett preached from Luke chapter 12, verse 15. A man's life consists not in the abundance of things he possesses. He closed his sermon by reading a new poem to his people entitled, brotherly love. Well, John and Mary Fawcett carried on their faithful ministry in the little village of Waynesgate for a total of 54 years. Their salary was estimated to be never more than the equivalent of $200 a year, despite Fawcett's growing reputation as an outstanding evangelical preacher and scholar and writer. One of his essays was entitled Anger, which became a particular favorite of King George III, and it's reported that the monarch promised Pastor Fawcett any benefit that could be conferred. But the offer was declined with this statement. 
I have lived among my own people, enjoying their love. God has blessed my labors among them, and I need nothing which even a king could supply. Such was the man who wrote the poem, Brotherly Love. We know the poem by another name, Blessed Be the Tie That Binds. It says this, Blessed be the tie that binds our hearts in Christian love. The fellowship of kindred minds is like to that above. We share our mutual woes, our mutual burdens bear, and often for each other flows the sympathizing tear. When you pray today, pray that the fervency of your biblical community will be strengthened. Also pray for Dasuke Okada, his wife Marsha, their kids Nicholas, Noah, Nathan, and Sophia, and their work in Tokyo. Also pray for the Khmer broadcast in Cambodia.